Hello friends, my name is Natalie Hills and for the longest time I was searching for people just like you. People who understood how it felt to be different, to think different and who genuinely want to make a difference. This is your safe place to be inspired, a judgment-free community and a place for free thinkers and soul searchers to unite. This is Soul Me Podcast. Well, good morning. How are you? I hope that you're feeling okay. I would not be surprised if you are feeling really run down at the moment. I have certainly been feeling that way for the last few days. Um, energetically, just really, really drained. And um, I feel like I've said this quite a few times now when I've recorded a podcast but it has been it really has been a while since the last time I recorded a podcast I have been working on um, basically reclaiming my energy and just making sure that I'm stopping any leakages I have Um, and I'll explain to you how I do that actually in a moment because I think that's a really important technique and sometimes <clears throat> I'll use tech, um, I'll use terminology, not technology. That's weird. Um, I'll use terminology to describe something, and it might not actually mean anything to you. So I should probably also give meaning to some of the words that I use. One second, I'm just going to take a sip of my greens. Okay, so I just finished journaling. And just to set an intention for today's podcast, it's really to start listening either to your children or to your inner child. And you'll find that inner child comes up a lot during my podcast. And that's because that's one of the things I do. I help people um, reconnect with their inner child and to learn from them and to provide that support that they felt that they maybe didn't get when they were when they were that actual child and I know this sounds like the most obvious realization but I just finished writing my journal and I had written um, thank you to my daughter for teaching me every day it's a missing link for so many listen to children and as I finished writing that I thought Every single person on this planet that is an adult was once a child. And yes, I know I'm stating the obvious here, but have you ever thought about that? Have you ever taken a moment to actually sit back and say, wow, every adult on this planet was once a child? Now, I want you just to take a moment to digest that. I know that it sounds like I'm stating the obvious, but if it was the first time that I really sat there and recognized that, I think the same is probably going to be said for you as well. When you think of children, what do you think of? Precious. Naivety. Um joy, wonder, curiosity, 
um, the need to protect them. Um, yeah, just innocent, innocent. Okay, that's that's how I see children. And I don't know why I feel the need to share this, but I'm going to because it's just dropped into my mind. But last year I actually went on a march um, and it was freedom for the children. And it was basically making a stand against paedophiles. This is a bit intense for first thing in the morning, I know, but we're not going to stay in this place. So I'm just going to have another sip of my green, sorry. So it was making a stand against that. And on a, on a, on a much deeper note, it was actually making a stand against underground tunnels. I don't know if you know much about this subject. Um, and I'm certainly not going to make this podcast about that subject. If you, if you would like me to do a podcast around that subject, just drop me a message, um, either via my website or on Instagram. Um, and yeah, and I can, I can, I can do that if, if there's a desire to learn about it. Uh, certainly something that people think collectively is not real. It is, um, as is, oh, this is going to be a really intense podcast. Because this, I, I'm just going with whatever is coming into my mind. I've really been surrendering and trusting to my higher self and my my spirit guide. So I make no apologies for what comes through. Stick with it if you feel like this is a message that you need to hear. So, um, yeah, underground tunnels are real, as are um, or as is um, satanic ritual abuse. Something that has come back into my line of vision recently. Um, I have... Uh, recently found teal swan who um, is a survivor of satanic ritual abuse Um, her story is harrowing to say the least and uh, very disturbing in parts as well actually to be honest with you I think you need to be at a certain point in your journey to be able to sit and listen to it but also I feel that it's important for us to know about these things because we don't know what we don't know and if we're going through life thinking that all children are safe, all children are protected, then, you know, we, we are sadly mistaken. And, and should we still continue to turn a blind eye to these things? Anyway, I don't know where that came from, but there you go. So <clears throat> going back to my initial point about how every adult was once a child. If you were to look at every single adult on this planet as if they were a child, do you think you would have more compassion for them? Because I know I would. I know that I would have more compassion for adults and how they behave um, and the decisions that they make if I um, if I saw them as children. So what initially started as me thinking this morning about how children if we allow them to, can teach us so much, has actually evolved already at half past six in the morning to we're still learning from children. Like we we only ever learn from children because all adults were children. And actually, what did each adult experience when they were a child? 
that made them the adult child that they are today because I don't think that we do really have any adults in the world I think everybody is an adult child I think everybody has a spiritual wound I think everybody has trauma from when they were a child no matter how big or small and that has shaped who they are today um I will share a story with you that happened yesterday and um you might think that this is a really silly lesson, but I can promise you, I can promise you that it is a really powerful lesson. So, <clears throat> as I think I've said on here before, we home ed. Personally, for us, the best decision that that we ever made, and it really was a joint decision between not just me and my partner, but my daughter as well. Um, I don't really believe in making decisions for other people. So, you know, if your child is old enough to communicate and share their thoughts and feelings, you know, they're old enough to have a say in their well-being. And she wanted to be home educated. And it was something that we spoke about many, 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 many times um where I kept I, I wanted to be certain that it's it's really what she wanted because you know what children can be like you know they'll go for a whole week of toast is their favorite thing ever and then they'll say I don't like toast anymore but she loves it and she's she's come on such a long way a such a long way since being at home so it was a really good decision for us And it's beautiful because you get to teach them lessons that you're learning as an adult, that if you would have known that when you was a child, an actual child, not an adult child, as I believe we all are, it would have, it it would have put you on um, a different course. So yesterday we decided she loves drawing. She's an incredibly talented artist. And we decided to do lots of drawing yesterday. And I felt really drawn (laughs) to draw my dream home. Because when I was a little girl, that's what I used to do. And it was always the same house. A country kind of farmhouse, white farmhouse in the middle and rolling hills with ivy growing up the front of the house and roses and just a really picturesque. And I used to daydream about that all the time when I was a little girl from when I was my daughter's age, maybe seven. I used to dream about this house. And I remember the reason why this house became so prominent to me is because I had a a friend in school and she had a birthday party and that's what her house looked like without the ivy and stuff growing up the front of it. But um, this white farmhouse, beautiful. And I used to want the decorations inside to be um, Georgian or Victorian kind of style, you know, like high ceilings and really grand curtains and mahogany wood. And yeah, like that was that was what I always wanted. And then like a country style kitchen, you know, with like checkerboard and stuff like that. I mean, it's not my 
full taste now. But that's what I liked when I was when I was little. Uh, I think it's very much because I also loved um, learning about Victorians and Georgians and just the grandeur of everything, you know, the the wigs that they used to wear in Georgian times. And, yeah, just thinking about it now, it just takes me back to that place where I was so in awe of, of that. And Egyptians, but that's another story for another time. So I just I just felt like I wanted to draw it because I just – I really feel that right now is a powerful time to be manifesting. And I want to live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I just do. I just I just have this dream of living in the middle of nowhere. It's it's the dream that I've always had. So anyway, I drew that and she drew octonauts because she loves octonauts. She draws them very well. And she finished her picture and I was still drawing mine. And she sat next to me and told me about how amazing my picture was. And then she said, can I help you with your picture? And I'm not really bothered about a picture. But it just felt like the prime time to be teaching uh, some sort of boundary but the lesson that I ended up teaching was completely unexpected and it was such a light bulb moment. Sorry, I've made my greens and I, you have to drink it within like 15 minutes and it's already been half an hour. So <laughs> please excuse me while you hear me sipping away on my greens. Oh, sorry about this. So anyway, I digress. Uh, she asked me if she could help me and I said, well, you know, I'm really proud of this picture and um and I and I I'd like to finish it. I don't I don't really know, you know, I've got this far, but I don't really know what else I want to add to it. And she kept kind of pushing and pushing and pushing and but uh, you know, I I want to help. And I recognized that the lesson that was here to teach was that sometimes people don't want your help. And that's okay. It's not a reflection on you as a person. It's not personal. It's just that sometimes people want to do things by themselves. We have to respect that. So this was the lesson that I was teaching and she burst into tears. Like she was beside herself. And I said to her, do you know what? I really understand how you feel. I get it. And through her tears she said do you and I said I I do I really get it because do you know what mummy loves helping people and there's been so many times where mummy has wanted to help people so much and she hasn't respected that those people didn't really didn't really need or want her help they wasn't asking for her help sometimes people just want to be heard and some times people just want to be left alone uh, you know in this case I'm really proud of this picture and you know what, what would really help me is if if you could celebrate me for that if you could be proud of me for doing for doing this picture you know do you think you could do that she was really beside herself, but I kept reassuring her that, you know, I really, 
And I really did understand. And it was such a light bulb moment because I thought, oh my gosh, like, isn't this how we all feel when somebody doesn't accept our help? Don't we just take it so personally? They don't trust me. They don't think I'm good enough. Um, they think that I'm stupid. These are all the things that go through our heads. Um, they don't think I'm qualified enough. Um, we make up all of these things in our head. They think I'm going to ruin it. They think I'm going to ruin what they're doing. And I even had to, you know, I was guessing what it was that she was feeling. So I said, you know, it's not that I think you're going to ruin my picture. And she was like, you don't? And I said, no. You're, you're, you're going to put your own flair on it. But I want this to be what just just something that mummy's done just like you know how would you feel would you like it if I if I drew on your picture and she said no and I said exactly it's not because you don't think I'm going to do a good job you can see that I am a good drawer it's that that's yours and this is mine and and what we what is it I said this is such a great lesson for you to learn because it's taken me until I'm 35 to learn this lesson and you're six <laughs> and this is going to set you in really good stead because what we need to learn to do is when somebody is, shows us something or um, they present something, how, how they're feeling, you know, that if they're not automatically asking for, for our help. And if they don't accept our help, it's not personal. And then I, I kind of said, would you know, I really would like your help with, I'd love you to teach me how to draw octonauts. And she got very excited about that. And she taught me how to draw octonauts. What was funny is that later on during the day, she just, she, she stopped what she was doing. And she said, I just cannot stop thinking about that picture. Please, can I help you with it? <laughs> and it got to a stage where the lesson was just too much for her. And I just said, yeah, you know, okay why don't uh, why don't I color in one of one of your octonauts and then you can you can color in my picture so it was still a lesson because it was a lesson of okay let's let's be fair and let's let's share it because it's always 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 room for a lesson even in our adult child lives um and I just wanted to share that today because not because I'm trying to get mum points I don't believe in that but because I want you to really understand that there are so many like the way that we behave now is the way that we behaved as children if you really think about a time when you have offered your help and your advice to somebody else and they haven't taken it if you really thought about it when they said no to you did you respect that decision or did you make it about you because that's what that's that's what children do that's that's what children do and something else I was really proud of yesterday and and take this as a lesson of um that your children are always listening to you and the smallest thing that you've said could make the biggest difference years ago I listened to a podcast and it was called it was on for the love of money it was the first podcast I ever listened to by Chris Harder on for the love of money and I forget the name of the guy I actually reached out to him um he was he was a really really lovely man 
and it was called From Kitchen Table to Five Million, I think it was. And it was basically this beautiful story about how he um, he started up this business and he did it for free and he was basically helping people grow their customer base and he was doing it for free and then eventually it ended up being this, you know, multi-million pound business or million million dollar business anyway really really nice man and it really stuck with me something that he said in that about how his dad um would say to him if he said i can't he would stop him and he'd say there's no such thing as can't you either don't want to or you don't know how and this is something that i've taught my daughter you know, I don't want to hear the word, I can't. It's either I don't want to, or I don't know how. Makes you think of things very differently. Even as an adult child, it makes you think of things very differently. Try it. Next time you go to say, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. Opens you up to help. I don't want to do it. Makes you realize that there's a boundary that needs to be put in place. I taught this to my daughter months ago, <laughs> literally months ago. I hadn't think any of it, haven't thought any of it since. I hadn't really recognised that she hasn't been using the word can't. And yesterday I said to her when she was getting really upset about the picture the second time around, I said, listen, just breathe, just let it go. And she went to say, I can't. And then as she she caught herself, she caught herself saying the word can't and changed it and said, I don't know how. And I am so in awe of that and and proud that she, at six years old, was able to catch herself in saying something that would have been really um, disempowering to her and changed it to a more empowering thought because then that opened the space up for me not only to praise her which meant that she couldn't cry anymore because she was smiling from ear to ear because she was so proud of herself for catching herself and and again just reiterating to her like what you have just done is amazing you have caught your you have had the awareness to catch yourself in that moment and change what you was going to say that's a skill it's taken me years to learn how to do that in my adult child life. Um, it's a skill. And it also opened up the dialogue for me to be able to explain to her, well, how do you let something go? And I was teaching her about, you know, about breathing and how important that is and, you know, focusing on things that you're grateful for and, you know, whatever the lesson is then. So. As I said, the intention behind this podcast, you know, start listening to your your children and and start if you don't have children, you know, start listening to your inner child because we are all children. And I think if we can see adults as children, we can have more compassion towards them. It was certainly a revelation for me this morning when I was kind of trying to think of the likes of, you know, Bill Gates and uh, Elon Musk and 
you know Jeff Bezos some people like that people that maybe I'm a little bit or oh, in my adult life I'm like oh you know I'm not okay with how they do certain things um but if I can look at them as children I can ask what is it that happened to them You know, why is their view of the world so differently, so, so different, so different to mine? What is it? What do they know? What were they taught that I wasn't taught? Whether that's good or bad. And I think if we all started to look at people like that, we could have a lot more compassion as well not saying that I'm going to get off this podcast and have compassion for those people because I definitely will not it will take a long time for me to let go of that um but it's also very freeing as well when we can start to look at people as children as innocent as people that maybe didn't have the love that we had as people that maybe were taught things that we weren't taught um and we can we can just see them through different eyes because if if we're and now I can understand why I brought that up earlier about the march is um we were fighting or we were marching for the children that didn't have a voice that that didn't ha- that were being um that are being ab- that are being abused and it happens all the time and we turn a blind eye to it and we don't know what that abuse if they survive it we don't know how that's going to shape who they are we don't know if they're going to be like teal swan and you know come out of it and become really empowering and you know teach people life lessons or we don't know if they're going to come out of that and be so um broken and have so much mistrust for adults that they're going to go the opposite way Anyway, it's just an interesting perspective. And uh, as I say, if you you want me to do a podcast specifically on things like underground tunnels and ritual abuse and things like that, I I can do that. Um, I can certainly get somebody on to speak about it as well. Um, It would be quite an interesting interview, actually. Um, Yeah. So anyway, I'll leave that there for today. Uh, It's been good to be back and I wish you the most wonderful rest of your week and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. I hope it left you feeling inspired, maybe shared a new perspective with you or even just left you feeling less alone. Whatever the reason, I appreciate you. So please, if you love it, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. And of course, if you know someone that has an inspiring story or is just really passionate about helping other people, I want to know who they are. I would love for them to spread their message further using this as a platform.